Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. It's Beamaz and Beamer. Now Brian Mazarowski and Joe Beamer. News Radio 930 WBEN. Welcome in to Beamaz and Beamer here on WBEN. Once again, Joe will be with you about an hour from right now. And for David Bellavia, you're here with me for the foreseeable future. No, just the next hour uh, here on Beamaz and Beamer on WBEN. And boy, you thought I was in a bad mood yesterday. Just wait until you hear me today. Sorry, <laughs> but you know, um, you know, I, I don't want to relive a hundred percent what we talked about yesterday because I, you know, I think we basically hit it. Right? How people are feeling about the incoming mandates—we were all expecting it—and then you know, look, look and see what happened. Masks back in Erie County as of this morning. Mask mandate restrictions on public spaces. Uh, was a little bit, I'm just trying to make sense of it all this morning, I think. And here's where, here's where it comes in the kind of the loss of trust that, you know, every public official has uh, basically had in the last two years. And where it comes to this point that I don't, you know, nobody... I've talked to over the last 24 hours. Well, it hasn't been 24 hours, but, you know, around that time. Nobody's been happy with this. I've gotten uh, every text message I've gotten about this has been, you know, grumpy face or, or something like that. Nobody's happy. And nobody is believing that this is going to make that much of a difference, especially those people who have been following along. Right? You know, trying to make sense of it all. You know, why does nobody believe this is going to make a difference in the cases or you know, the numbers or you know, whatever we're using uh, today? Because you look back to last year, not only did we have masks, but we had full business shutdowns. And it still spread between November and February last year. And now, again, we're in November. Cases are rising. And, you know, we're expecting that putting the mask on when you walk into a restaurant or in like a few places that you go are going to make the difference on the week of Thanksgiving. What have we been told for an entire year? Where does COVID spread? Well, inside household gatherings, smaller places where there's a bunch of people together, uh, no ventilation, no masks or anything like that. 
So, a.k.a. everybody's Thanksgiving dinner. You know, nobody's wearing a mask on Thanksgiving. You're not going over to anybody's house and, you know, you're all masked up. Hey, even uh, Dr. Fauci said, haven't brought up his name a lot on this show, but even he said, you know, you're vaccinated. You go about and have a normal Thanksgiving. But nobody's uh, vaccinated or not. Nobody's doing that on Thanksgiving. And that's where you're going to see your spread or your number uptake. Not in a lot of these other places as much. So I don't know. Is this going to make any bit of a difference on these numbers that we're looking at still, by the way? And we were told this morning, uh, Dr. Tom Russo came on, chief of infectious disease at the Jacobs School of Medicine, uh, that we just have to weather this last storm, you know, weather this last surge, and then, you know, we can kind of go through. Now, I, I love Dr. Russo. I appreciate all the time that he gives us. And I have no doubt that he means it when he says it, that he believes we will weather this last storm. And then, you know, we should be in a, a pretty good picture. We should be in the clear. But nobody's really believing that because we've heard weather this last storm for the last two years. We heard, oh, just two weeks. Everyone stay at home. We're going to uh, be out of this. Oh, you know, uh, well, it's lasting a couple months. Everybody stay at home. Now, well, it's just this one last surge over here. Oh, oh well, you know, it's been going on and on and on and on. So even though, you know, these things might be said, um, you know, especially when Dr. Russo says it, I take it as being said with the best of intentions and that he absolutely means it and there's a good reason for him to believe it. I don't think anyone is really hearing that and being reassured in November of 2021. I would be willing to bet, I'll bet $1,000 right now we'll see cases go down in February. Why? Because that's what happened last year. The worst phase of COVID across here, across uh, uh, the U.S., November to February, and then February went down. And what are we seeing now? November, cases rising again. They're going up, 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 up. And I think in February we'll see them go down. And uh, now everyone's going to say, oh, yeah, the restrictions, these phases worked. We're going to credit the restrictions we put in place and not the seasonality of it. I bet $1,000 that happens right now. Jimmy, uh, write that down. Put it on the bet board. We'll, uh, We'll get that. And the phases don't make sense. Now, here's the thing. If you are going to, we've said there's a few things. If you're going to put in restrictions, you need to have a clear end goal or end date for them. And what do we know of what happened yesterday? These restrictions were put in place. Nothing was said on when the mandates will be dropped. Nothing was said on when harsher restrictions will go into place. It was just kind of up to the numbers. You know, I, I don't know what numbers. Just hospitalizations, just cases, something in between. Vaccinations, do they play anything in this? I didn't really get that. Will be reevaluated December 13th, but it could change before then. So I, <laughs> I'm not sure what December 13th even means. If we're talking before then, it could be reevaluated. And I don't know what we're evaluating. So uh, you lose it on that, right? You're losing trust based on that, that there's no clear end date or end goal in mind for when you don't have to worry about this anymore. And then just the phases themselves, they don't make sense unless you are of the mind that these restrictions are going to be with us forever. 
And this is why I'm surprised nobody was thinking about this beforehand. Because if you go by these four phases, it's not conspiracy theory to say you're going to have these restrictions on us until the end of time. Right? Because if you go by these four phases, phase one, that's today, mask mandate for all indoor public locations in Erie County. Okay. I think people were expecting it. It is what it is. Phase two would be a vaccine mandate for all these public locations. Much like what they have in New York City. I'm about to go down to New Orleans for the Bills game, and it's pretty much that way there, too, across their entire city. You have to show proof of vaccination to basically do anything indoors that isn't uh, grocery shopping or uh, going to the doctor or something like that. Now, here's where you start to lose people and where uh, somebody is raising their hand and saying, hey, wait a second. Now, after vaccination mandates for all these indoor activities, phase three would be capacity restrictions and phase four would be shutdowns. So just to get this straight, in phase three, we would be limiting the capacity on locations where everyone had to be fully vaccinated to even go inside. And then phase four, we would be shutting down indoor locations, events, and businesses where everyone had to prove vaccination to be in in the first place. I mean, that's how it's spelled out in phase one, two, three, four. Phase one, not surprising to anybody. Phase two, I think a lot of people saw that writing on the wall. You know, that was a conspiracy theory a year and a half ago. Now it's uh, that we see the writing on the wall, vaccine mandate for that uh, uh, phase two. Phase three and four, though, that's talking about areas where you have to prove you're vaccinated to be inside and we're going to limit the capacity on how many only vaccinated people can be here. And then we're going to shut down entirely, even though it was only vaccinated people. So if the vaccine and proof of full vaccination, whatever that might mean by phase four, is not enough to keep a business open, then what possibly could be? That's the question that, of course, is going to be asked when you come out with these four phases. And how are you blaming people for looking at that and saying, what's going on? If I'm following this, that means we're going to be under restriction for forever. Because even though you're saying vaccine's the way out of this, vaccine's the way out of this, you're showing me in phase one, two, three, four, that a vaccine is not the way out of this. That even if everybody is fully vaccinated inside, you'll still limit capacity or maybe shut them down if something else doesn't change. Cases, hospitalizations, uh, something else. Not 100% clear. So that's when you get people to say, well, how can I trust anything you said? How can I trust that we're going to weather this last storm if you're telling me that even vaccinations cannot prevent something from being fully shut down? And that's where the frustration is. And that, I don't know how you don't foresee that question being asked. And that is not a wacko 
conspiracy theory. That's trying to make sense of the restrictions as they're laid out or as they were laid out yesterday. Mask mandate, okay. Vaccine mandate, okay. If if I'm to believe you when you say vaccines are the way out, which is last six months, every single time, get vaccinated, get vaccinated. You're vaccinated, you don't, you don't have to worry. Dr. Fauci yesterday, you're vaccinated, you can have Thanksgiving, don't worry. Uh, get vaccinated, vaccination's the way out of this. Well, if I'm to believe that, then this should end at phase two, right? Vaccine mandate. And then you're good. Because if vaccines are the way out of this, I wouldn't have to reduce capacity on a fully vaccinated venue. I certainly wouldn't have to shut it down. So that's where I'm not making sense of what's going on and what was announced yesterday. And that's where, listen, I don't want to hoot and holler again. I don't want to belabor the same points that we did yesterday which we heard some great stuff. We heard, you know, national people who, again, I wouldn't call Jonathan Carl a crazy conspiracy theorist, a mask denier. I wouldn't call Steve Roberts, you know, uh, a right-wing lunatic. No, you heard both of them. We played it for you yesterday on the show, saying we're sick and tired of it. Somebody needs to show what's going to happen. Are we in the state of denial right now where people are are kind of well, in the state of denial that eventually people are going to get COVID? And the hope is you don't suffer any major consequences because you've been vaccinated or you've had COVID in the past. But we're going to come in contact with it because that's where we are. That's what both of them had to say. We heard from Dennis Vaco yesterday who said, you know, maybe this is challenged. As pointed out here, maybe that's something that's brought up in court. How can you say we're, we're good if you get vaccinated, if you're also going to reduce capacity on fully vaccinated venues in phase three or shut them down in phase four? It, maybe it is different this time around. But listen, I'm about to go on vacation. I want to be in a good mood. I'm about to warm up. I'm about to go through airport security. I can't think of anything better. Sounds like a blast to me. So I don't want to yell and rant and rave on here for the next hour about the mask mandate, about why, you know, I don't like it, about this, about that. Uh, By the way, another point on this, though, before I... Normally, I would call BS on the people chiming in throughout the morning on the text board saying, I'm going now, I'm going to do my shopping in Niagara County. Normally, I would say, you're kind of, I don't believe you. (laughs) Right? Now, granted, I'm in a different, I live basically right on the border of the two counties. And I'm in a little bit of a different space. It's easier for me to be in Niagara County. I live there. That it is, you know, somebody who lives in the city of Buffalo, somebody who lives in Amherst or elsewhere. But I actually might believe you. If you say you're now going to choose to be in Niagara County and do your shopping or go to the grocery store or something like that, as opposed to staying in Erie County. Because I had a similar thought yesterday. I went out to the uh, store yesterday (laughs) thinking... I don't want to go out to the store today. I really do not have a desire to be in that situation. So I went yesterday instead of today. And you know what? I 
masks back at the gym, I might switch my membership back to the gym in Niagara County. So normally I would say, I don't believe you. But after two years of this, and it's going on and on, and apparently vaccines not being the end of it, judging by phase three and four, as laid out yesterday by the county, I actually might not blame you, or uh, uh, might not dismiss what's going on there. But no, I'm not going to hoot and holler. I'm not going to do anything like that. I am simply, I'm going to do my part. This is what I'm going to do. I am going to walk into my favorite bar the next time I go in. And before I open the door to walk in, I'm going to put the mask on. And then I'm going to take uh, three steps and I'm going to belly up and I'm going to take the mask off. And I can say, you know what? I did my part. I did it. I'm helping out. And then when I have to go take a leak, I'll put my mask on. I'll take four steps. I'll go do that. Take four steps back. I'll take it off again. And I said, you know what? I'm doing my part. That's what I'm in the mood to do today. Let's be happy. I'm going to go on vacation soon. Let's go over to uh, Jay. Jay is in Boston. You're on WBEN. Jay, what's on your mind this morning? That's Ray. Oh, it's Ray. Sorry. I missed you were uh, uh, a little. I didn't see the first letter. Sorry for assuming Jay instead of Ray. What's going on, Ray? Okay. I've been called worse by better people. (laughs) Uh, Well, my. question I didn't hear at the press conference, and I wish someone would ask Mr. Polenkars, is what is your end game? Do you think that COVID can be eradicated by vaccinations and so forth, that there's zero cases? I don't think it is. I think eventually this is just like the flu. It's a virus. It'll never die. And that we're probably going some, the, the end game should be prevent people from going into the hospital and you know, vaccinations that way and saying this is what prevents you from going to the hospital. So, uh, you know, we don't have the overload in our in our hospitals. But you can't say that what you call oh, mass mandates, vaccination, shutdowns is going to cause this um, COVID-19 to never exist. I'm sorry, it's going to exist. Yeah, Ray, let me um, just kind of twist on that for a second, because I think that has been spelled out as the end game. I think the the question is, maybe more importantly, have we reached that yet, right? I mean, that's the, I think everyone kind of agrees with, or at least claims to agree with what you're saying, that, you know, we want to limit hospitalizations as best we can. We want to, you know, make sure people um, have available a vaccine and this and that. But I think the question is that's not being answered is, have we reached it? And are we just delaying the inevitable that people are going to come in contact with the virus? When do you draw that line? When do you make that decision? Uh, Ray, thank you for the call. Appreciate it. Have a happy Thanksgiving. Um, And that is one of the questions. The other question that we pose to a lot of doctors is, what is the goal of the vaccine? Nobody seems to answer that. Is the goal to eradicate the virus and make sure no one can ever spread it? Because in that case, you're talking about a booster every three months or six months or something. If the goal is to reduce hospitalization and death, then we're doing okay with what we have, even if you were vaccinated out in April. Let's go to uh, Debbie really quickly in Buffalo. Debbie, you're on WBEN. How's it going this morning? Oh, very well, thank you. A little chilly, but I'm dealing with it. Oh, don't don't get me started, Debbie. (laughs) 
I'm starting to feel like this is more of a compliance issue. I think the the real issue of the COVID, and I know the, the virus is out there. I'm not trying to simplify that in any means. But I think when this whole thing came about, they had felt that if they mandated it, people would be scared enough and worried enough to get the vaccine, and some did. But those that didn't, now the issue is they're not complying. So they've made more restrictions thinking, well, we'll put the gavel down and maybe we'll get more compliance. I don't think they're getting the numbers. Their expectations haven't been met. So now the mass mandates are coming into play again. Well, we'll hit them where it hurts again and see if we can get more people to comply and take the vaccine. And I strongly believe that it's just a power struggle at this point. Well, Debbie, I appreciate the thought and the call. And I would say if that is the point, then these four phases don't make any sense. Because after a vaccine mandate, you're still talking about capacity restrictions and shutdowns. And that would mean that even if you get the vaccine, you're still capacity restrictions and shutdowns. So it doesn't make sense to that end of things. And I'll go back to what was said six months ago or so. If they really wanted uptick, if you release the vaccine and nobody ever said a word, and no politician of any party went behind a podium to tout it, and it was just simply left up to your doctors, maybe a couple of newscasts saying, hey, the vaccine's available here, here, and here, you'd have 90-plus percent of people would have it. It's just my personal opinion. Hey, um, we're coming back uh, in just a couple of minutes. I want to know what you're talking about around the Thanksgiving table. And uh, I want to tell you why that's going to be terrible and give you a different topic. (laughs) So you can call in with that or how you're thinking today. 803-0930. This is BMAS and Beamer on WBEN. It's BMAS and Beamer. News Radio 930 WBEN. Joe Beamer heard his name. He rushed in here. I'd remind him, you'll hear from Joe in just about a half hour from right now. He's in for David Bellavia. You're with me. I almost said stuck with me. Let's keep it positive <laughs> here today. Um, <laughs> so let's, uh, all right, let's uh, look at the state of affairs right now. We've kind of gone through this. This mask mandate, it's in effect. We know what's going on. And where does the frustration, I, I think you're going to have the initial frustration of nobody wants to wear a mask in a public space anymore. You know how I know that? Because I go shopping and it's maybe 20% of people wearing a mask. And despite, you know, for what? They said masks recommended for like the last six months. I still see the same trends. And people are making their own decisions. And now they're not able to do that. And so people are going to be frustrated. But if you take it at a deeper level, I think the source of frustration, at least for me, and where people are going to be asking questions and why people think that this is never going to end, and when we don't believe it when we hear that we have to weather this last storm, is the four phases. Phase one, mask mandate. Phase two could be a vaccination mandate. Everyone inside of any restaurant or bar or basically any indoor space that isn't a grocery store would have to prove that they're vaccinated. Then phase three would be capacity restrictions. Phase four would be shutdowns. We would be limiting capacity or shutting down places where only fully vaccinated people are allowed. If our vaccine is the ticket out of this and we're threatening to shut down businesses where only vaccinated people can take part, those two things do not add up. 
So there's the frustration this morning. And I'm sure it's going to be talked about a lot. And I'm now, once again, last year it was Cuomo. Last year it was Cuomo. I mean, right? You had the Peering Cuomo stickers. Who had one of those on their, uh, you know, uh, door or something, window like that? And last year was this. And now it'll be polling cars, but the conversation will be the same for a second Thanksgiving in a row. All about the restrictions, the mask mandate, the something like that. I, is this the conversation that you're going to have? Do you want to be talking about this with your friends and family this Thanksgiving? 803-0930 is where you give me a call on our Volkswagen of Orchard Park text board uh, or on our Volkswagen. Text me or give me a call. One or the other or both. Is this what your Thanksgiving conversation is going to be about? If not, what is your Thanksgiving conversation going to be about? I feel like there's better conversations to have. I, I This is a Thanksgiving where I, I love uh, all my families. I got like a million of them, I feel. And I love being around for the holidays. This is a Thanksgiving where I'm kind of glad that I'm... Uh, going to be out of town for a while. <laughs> I, I would not be looking forward to any of the conversations that take place around Thanksgiving this year. The Bills-related ones, okay. I mean, that's about, as, uh, that's about as easy as you can get. But every other conversation, please. You know what's going to be a popular conversation. We were talking about it earlier this morning. Oh, the Rittenhouse verdict. You know, someone's going to bring that up. And I will run out of the room as fast as possible. Hey, uh, yo, would you, you know, that Rittenhouse verdict, right? That's my cue to chug a beer. Hey, look at how fast I can chug this beer. <laughs> Switch the topic of conversation. What's going to be your topic of conversation? 803-0930 this Thanksgiving. And, and I'm going to try and give you something better to talk about with your time. I'll, I, I, I think I can do one better than COVID again or the government or Rittenhouse or something political or, you know, any of these things that you kind of get dragged into, right, every uh, single time. Somebody's chiming in. Release from the Strategic Petroleum Reserve is inadvisable and foolish. If you came up to me on Thanksgiving and started with that, <laughs> oh, I don't. I, I don't think I even pretend to be interested. I think I just whoop, turn my back and walk away, right? Someone else uh, chiming in, 803-0930. I avoid all political discussions at family get-togethers like the plague. I do too. No minds ever get changed, so what's the point? All it ends up in is heated tempers and things like this, right? So that's where I am. I want to steer clear and far away. How about these? We'll, we'll try some other things. What can you talk about that might take some time on your uh, Thanksgiving holiday? What about this? Think about this. You're uh, you're sitting there in the corner. You got an aunt that comes up to you. Oh, can you believe? Can you believe what's going on? Did, did you see the verdict over in Wisconsin? Which, by the way, just, to, you know, as a, I think that's a great way to frame it. If your family wants to talk about Rittenhouse during Thanksgiving, just imagine it kind of framed that way. How insane would you sound 
If you came up to somebody on Thanksgiving, hey, have you been following this excessive force trial over in Wisconsin? <laughs> if it was framed that way to you, what would you say? <laughs> no. Like, no. No, I, I have to feed my kids dinner. So, no, I, I was not paying attention. I'm sorry. No, thank you. No, I was not. Instead of just uh, saying no or walking away or just kind of nodding and being bored and wasting part of your life, change it around. Be like, hey, no, I wasn't. But did you ever think about this? When caterpillars are alive, do you think that they know they're going to become a butterfly when they make their cocoon? Or do you think that they're just like kind of making this and just said one day, you know what, tonight I want to sleep in like a sleeping bag. And then they just wake up that way, start flapping their wings. You think it's one? Do you think they know? There's something I think you can get lost in for a little bit. You can avoid some of these other ones. Um, <laughs> someone chiming in on our Volkswagen of Orchard Park text board. Be careful what you say to your relatives on Thanksgiving. You never know. When you might need a kidney. You know, that's a good point. That's why you steer clear. You do some of these other conversations. You know, what if, um, listen, how about this? Think about this scenario, right? The Rolling Stones, Charlie Watts passed away this year since we last all saw each other on Thanksgiving. So the Rolling Stones don't have a drummer or a bass player. And the Beatles only have their drummer and bass player. Huh? Huh? You see, you see what I'm saying? Super group? How much would you pay to go to that tour? The Beatles and the Stones together, the entire show, Paul on bass, Ringo on drums, Mick Jagger, Keith Richards, Ron Wood, you got the whole gang up on stage. They fit each other perfectly right now. This is a new breaking information. Wouldn't that be awesome? That's how you switch things around, right? Somebody else said I'm invited. I think that you like it. See, I can be your guy to alleviate some of your stress on your Thanksgiving holiday. How about this? Here's a question to ponder. You bring it up on Thanksgiving. If you're, you know, your internet browser has a history, a lot of things you do on your phone has a history. I can't find if your calculator has a history of things that you've typed into your calculator. If your calculator had a history, give me what's the most embarrassing thing that would be in that history that you've typed into a calculator in the last year? Six plus, you know, 17, something like that. I bet you, the, I bet you that would be some of the answer. You get that. I'd much rather talk about that than any sort of mandates. Let's go to Chris in North Buffalo. Chris, what are you going to be talking about in a couple days? Um, you know, I, I'm kind of just called back about your segment you had in the first in the first section. Um, just going on like the percentages that everybody talks about. First of all, like what is that a percentage of? My understanding is it's a percentage of people that get tests that is positive. So let's say last year when the first big wave hit, a thousand people take a test. Um, 100 people test positive, what, that's 10%, right? So let's say now 100 people take a test and, like, 10 10 people test positive, that's still 10%. So they're trying to equate percentages that might not be accurate considering 
vaccinated people, people with natural immunity. Um, I just think they're counting on, like, mathematical illiteracy of the people. And I hope, like, maybe that's a question you can ask, you know, when you have Russo on next time. Like, you know, I don't know what's your understanding. What What is the understanding of what is this percentage, you know? Yeah, Chris, hey, appreciate the call, and thanks for uh, chiming in. Now, is that what you want to hear on Thanksgiving? Because that's what you're going to hear, right? That's <laughs> That's the conversation that somebody's going to have in just two days. Are you ready for it? I would be prepared because that's what I'm doing every day, and I I want a total escape for it. But instead of that, when Chris asks you that about your understanding of the mathematics when it comes to percentages of things that not even the people who are putting these mandates in place are really paying attention to, why don't you think about this? Hey, Chris, I'll turn it around on you. You you think about math. Why don't you think about uh, something else in the STEM field, the science? Do you ever think... That, you know, we think about farming plants. What if plants are really farming us? Right? Now think about this. The plants give us the, you know, we think we water the plants, we feed the plants. Well, the plants are giving us oxygen to keep going and food too. And then eventually we wilt and die and turn into mulch and feed the plants. How's that for a cycle of life? Do you ever think about that? The plants are farming us. Do you ever think about it that way? Isn't that a much more calm and nice conversation to have than something about the numbers of positivity rates of COVID tests in the Western New York region? I mean, which conversation would you rather have? Some of these conversations, listen, I admit will be more fun to have a year from now once marijuana is legalized. But you can get a head start and then revisit, right? When you go into it. That's what I want to know. What are you talking about on Thanksgiving? <laughs> people, are, people are chiming in, right? It's time to find a, uh, a candidate to replace polling. I mean, that's, yes, I know. You're going to hear it on your Thanksgiving holiday. I'm trying to not hear it. You want to be the guy at Thanksgiving who spins it around. When everyone's talking politics, you want to go in there and you want to drop the hammer. On everybody. Like, how about, right? Theme parks can snap a crystal clear picture of you on a roller coaster. Don't you think that Six Flags should work together with Bank of America to make sure that when they take their photo of the guy who's holding them up, that it isn't just a blurry picture of Bigfoot, right? You can't get a crystal clear shot of a robber standing still. 70 miles an hour on a roller coaster. Who's the camera guy? Let's let's find a solution here in the middle. That's what you want to come to the table with on Thanksgiving. Nothing political, nothing COVID. You don't want to remind people when they're sitting around the table eating, not wearing a mask, that, hey, oh, you're going out after? Enjoy wearing your mask. No, you don't want to be that guy. You want to be the calm, cool head, right? You want to be somewhere... <laughs> So you want to be someone that's kind of thinking a little differently, offering something new to the conversation. Let's go over to uh, Jane. Jane is in Buffalo. Jane, what are you envisioning? What are you thinking people are going to be talking about in just a couple days around your table? I'm hoping that you can clone yourself and I can invite your clone so we can have a decent conversation. 
I, I mean, how do you avoid the political conversation? Is there like a trick you use? Well, I just refer back to the old wisdom that please don't discuss politics or religion. We are having a beautiful family celebration. Let's enjoy each other while we can. I, I love it. I love it. Okay. Somehow that's gotten lost, right? I mean, those rules have been thrown out. The, when did those rules get thrown out the window, by the way? Right? No one? It happened in 1967 on uh, August 14th at 8 p.m. I made that up. <laughs> I love it. Jane, here's one for you, right? Think about this. When This is for the younger kids. Do you have younger kids who are coming to your Thanksgiving or teenagers? Uh, no way. No. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> Okay. All right. Well, you know what? This is for the Jane. Thanks so much for the call. This is for the younger kids and uh, you know somebody older. Listen, if somebody off, if I came to you and said, Jimmy, you won the Powerball. We changed the rules of the Powerball. We changed it around a little. Um, it's no longer a big sum of money. Instead, all we're doing, we're paying for your food, paying for your rent for the next twenty years. You would you would be elated. You would even say, "Hey, look, I have the winning ticket here." You'd do anything to get that winning ticket. So when you're a kid, don't complain every time you have to take out the trash because that's exactly what you're getting right now. That's the free ride that you're getting. That's what I'm telling my son already as a toddler. Listen, don't complain about the squash because sometimes it's not going to be right. <laughs> sometimes it's not going to be so free. Um, all right, go over to the Volkswagen of Orchard Park text board on <laughs> what's going on. Someone saying, I prefer a conversation on the types of slime mold rather than talk politics at Thanksgiving. Anything but politics. Hey, I agree with you. I, I could do different types of slime mold. I think that would be fairly interesting. Any sort of a, right, a homeowner. Someone else saying, if a tree falls in the forest, does anyone hear it? You know what? That's from Frank. Frank, I like it. You dig back into the well. You grab an oldie but a goodie. You get a little thought nugget to get people going on Thanksgiving, get their mind away from politics and everything that's going on. And then someone else chiming in, tell people to leave a dollar in the jar for every mention of COVID or politics that comes in. They added or any bath bathroom stories. I'm okay with the bathroom stories. I, you know what? I'd rather hear that than either of the first two. So thanks for the text. And how about this? I like this. You can play a little game on Thanksgiving. You have people, every time they bring up COVID, every time they bring up a mask, every time they bring up something like that, politics, you mention the county executive, you talk about the governor, you talk about the president, anything like that, you put a dollar in the jar. And what do you do with that money? You got to come up with a game. Who has shut the box still? Someone's got to have that at your Thanksgiving party. You bring that over. You play a little dice game to see who takes home the pot. Or everyone writes their name on a dollar when you put it in. No one carries dollars anymore. You got to make sure people bring cash or no one will. Or you just Venmo a person. Say, hey, that's a dollar. Venmo me. Whoever's name is not on a dollar, whoever's name did not get thrown into that pot, at the end of the day, they split all the money. That's a way to do it without digging into, you know, I'm just trying to pose some hypothetical. I, I tried to dig deep, find where can we have a, a good discussion? Where can we have, a, you know, some thought topics here?
You can do that. Hopefully, you won't have to try that hard because the Bills are playing. That should be a gift. Unfortunately, it's not until 8 o'clock. But you could probably burn a couple of hours talking about how soft that team looked on Sunday. And normally, that's not a conversation I want to have, right? But, (laughs) hey, anything to avoid the first two, right? COVID or politics? No, thank you. Not at the dinner table this time around. (laughs) I appreciate everybody, right, for uh, chiming in, even the ones that we can't read. But enjoy those conversations, too, uh, that we had in our text board. Uh, Thank everyone for being here. We got Joe Beamer coming up next. I'll uh, see you next week. Have a great Thanksgiving, everybody. Thanks, as always, for listening. Beamaz and Beamer on WBEN. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.